know that. It's been over a year since our last Octo Island podcast. This is the way. What's up, guys? Today we're talking about The Mandalorian Season 1, starring Pedro Pascal, Carl Weathers, Gina Carano, Werner Herzog, Nick Nolte, Taika Waititi, and Emily Swallow, directed by Dave Filoni, um, Rick Famuyiwa, is that how you pronounce his name? Famuyiwa, Deborah Chow, Taika Waititi, and Bryce Dallas Howard. And written by, and show run by, John Favreau. Favreau. So, it's been a bit... It's been a been a more than a bit since our last uh, Octo Island podcast. We uh, we obviously have not followed through with our Clone Wars <laughs> series, um, but we may try to go through since season seven apparently is coming out next month, wow. according to a press release like eight months ago. Hmm. But we have never gotten a release date for that, so maybe we'll go through season by season, leaving leading up to season seven. Um, but just because of the volume. We, we haven't been able to keep up the volume. I don't think going episode by episode is going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hold here on. we're going to do just season one of The Mandalorian. Um, the first <laughs> Disney Plus live action series. Well, the first live action series ever by a Star Wars show. Um, how cool, excited though. were you guys for this show? Did you subscribe to Disney Plus just for the show? Oh my god, yeah. I mean, like, it was one of the main reasons that oh, I... Oh, by the way, sorry. I'm Ryan. I'm Brendan. I'm Logan. If you um, didn't know us, and this from is our not podcast. The, this is not the cinema. <laughs> no, it is not. Well, I was actually not on the first Octo Island, but Matt so was. anyone and managed to listen to just the Octo Island episode <laughs> and nothing else in our feed, you they have no me. idea who you no, are. Yeah, if they listen to Octo Island, the Cinema Talk Movie Journals, um, and the Twisted Throwdown, and the Twisted yes, Throwdown, uh, and I um, should start back up. But no one, one episode of, with me. One episode of Stop Wait What I wasn't on. Uh, Gentry the Bath. That's right. So yeah, listen to that. Logan might be brand new to you. I might be, yeah. If that's your, we all might be brand new to you. If this is your first episode of that, yeah. Yeah. So that's who we are. Sorry, Brendan. Go back. Oh yeah. No, I was super excited for the Mandalorian. Um, obviously, like there had been rumors for a lot of years that we were getting a Boba Fett like series or movie or something, and then they were like the Mandalorian. I was like, well, it's not Boba Fett, but I still like the Mandalorians in concept. So I was very excited. Uh, for what was about to happen. And it really took me by surprise because, like, I expected the show to be a lot different than it was. Um, and I, I'm glad for it. Logan? Um, to answer your question about Disney+, Plus, I did not subscribe to Disney+, Plus because I'm still mooching off of my girlfriend's parents' account. Hey. Here we go! That's, that's the way. This, this is the way. This, this is, is the, the way. way. There's going to be a lot of that in this episode. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I... I had also kind of heard that there was going to be, like, something with Boba Fett, and, uh, honestly, I don't really know what, what I expected going into this, but I was like, you know, I, excuse me, I wasn't super excited, but, like, it's Star Wars, so I'll watch it, you know? Sure. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, I was very excited for this show as it, as it neared release, uh, I'm a huge fan of John Favreau, still haven't seen Lion King, but... Uh, I love... Elf is probably my favorite Christmas movie. With, um, with Dong Lover. Yes. The Lion King with Dong Lover. Yes. Um, we should talk about that someday. Yeah. Dong Lover 83. Um, go back and listen to our Star Wars shows on CTP um, for that. Star Wars. Star Wars. We're going to have Sean Connery on to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> um, anyway... Um, so I was excited for this show. Favreau involved Filoni really getting his first shot at live action. I love him from The Clone Wars. Not as much from uh, Rebels. I like Rebels. Maybe we'll review that series at some point. Maybe, maybe not. Um, 
but he's making his move into live action. I was excited for that, especially once the director list got released, cast list. I was really excited. Trailers looked awesome. Uh, and yeah, I was, I was really excited for the show leading up to it. Um, so with that, that we don't really have a plot summary for this because it's just a kind of a general discussion of a season. General discussion. Um, general discussion. And, uh, so, so the basic plot line. Major plot spoilers ahead. Major plot spoilers. Major plot spoilers. (laughs) Um, basic plot line is that Din Djarin is the Mandalorian. He is a kind of infamous bounty hunter in the small region of the galaxy where he works. On Navarro. Um, On Navarro. Is that the main planet? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I got, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know the planet names too well for this, for That's this fair. show. All you need to know is, it's another sand planet. Yay! There is another sand How planet. many are there? Too many. Um, <laughs> he gets a job from Grief Cargus, who is played by Carl Weathers. Um, he goes and hunts him down, hunts down the job. Turns out it's Baby Yoda, I was a.k.a. the child. Literally, because I watched the um, the first episode like with a bunch of friends, and the like the carriage opened, and I just yelled, "It's a Baby Yoda!" And it was. And it was. That, that does sound like it's something yeah. that you would do. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I was very happy. So. The season that revolves around jumping from planet to planet, trying to save the child. He does turn in the child and then steals the child away in a great episode that we'll talk about. Shoots a bunch of stormtroopers. Shoots a bunch of stormtroopers. Um, then goes through a couple of misadventures, meets up with Gina Carano's um, Cara Dune, who's a former rebel, former rebel shock trooper. I fucking love Cara Dune. Um, great character. And then eventually they go back to um, Navarro, as you'd said, mm-hmm. um, after a message from Grief Cargus. He was going to set them up, but then um, he gets kind of double-crossed by the Empire, who still wants their asset back, um, who was the one who hired the Mandalorian, um, then who he subsequently stole it from. And then season ends with them getting trapped by the Empire, specifically Moth Gideon, played by Giancarlo Esposito. Yes. Um, And then, who I don't think I listed at the beginning, um, who then is revealed to... We can edit that in later. Who's then to be the, the owner of the Darksaber at that point, which is very cool. Um, Mandalorian is able to escape um, and at least incapacitate Moff Gideon for a time and mm-hmm. escape. And he's going on a mission now to uh, to return Baby Yoda to his home planet. And we're assuming that will be season two, that journey. Will um, we see real Yoda at that point? No, real Yoda is dead. Oh, that's right. He is. This is five I years forgot. after. I forgot. I was literally just about to say, this is five <laughs> years after um, Return, Return of the, the Jedi. So, but yeah, so real Yoda is dead. Spoilers so, for like, the original trilogy. Yeah, spoilers I, for a movie from 1983. I guess spoilers for The Last Jedi. Also, he, like, we could see him as a Force ghost, though. I guess. Yeah. So, Theoretically. Thoughts on the series? Did you guys enjoy it? Did you guys not enjoy it? What were your favorite episodes? What were your least favorite episodes? General overview of your thoughts on the show, Brendan. General, General overview? overview. Um... I really enjoyed this show. You know, it had such a different tone than I was expecting. Um, I I was expecting it to be... Because Star Wars, in essence, is a space western. So I was expecting to get, like, super space western-y vibes from the whole thing, you know? Um, I I expected it just to be, like... It wasn't your usual fare of Star Wars story, like, in that it was, like, you can't trust anyone. Like, it felt very much like Game of Thrones. Like, oh, every character, like, could potentially like, betray the protagonist. Um, and I feel like we really got to see that in the Bounty Hunter episode where they were doing that job to free the Twi'lek brother or whatever. And the entire time that that episode was happening, I was like, I want them to fucking kill those Bounty Hunters. I want them to fucking die, I swear to God. Bill Burr? 
Yeah, no, fuck they Bill like Burr. Burr. All right. I he dropped Baby Yoda. He did drop Baby I was, Yoda. That that was the moment that I was like, nope. He better kill. Me. I didn't list him. I didn't list Jason Sudeikis, who was in this show for five minutes. Oh, <laughs> which was a, one of the best scenes. But, seen, yeah. but yeah, um, I liked seeing Baby Yoda's force powers. Oh, we get to talk about force healing. Oh, again. Yeah, that's right, force healing. Yeah, yeah. They released the episode with Baby Yoda force healing two days before. They two released. days before they moved it up so that they could release it yeah. before Rise of Skywalker, just so that there was some. President uh, to, to so like here this came out two days ago we were like it came out two days ago we did it before you can't be mad yeah. like all right see I actually think it's better if <laughs> force healing just is not a part of this show at all exactly because if <laughs> okay I'll, I'm, I just started laughing and I'll explain why that happened in a second um, uh. Yeah, no, I, I think the, the whole idea of force healing, we talked about this with Rise of Skywalker. It's I ass. think it's better uh, if, if it's not something that Baby Yoda can do. Because obviously there are force... <laughs> Enjoy- this part of the episode is not going well. This is not going well. Enjoy the sound of Brendan pouring Just something. Just do that away from the table. Go away. <clears throat> Go. Fantastic radio, folks. Go away. Um, we cut nothing. In Rise of Skywalker, it, it's the power is really only used by Rey and Kylo Ren. And they're a dyad, so you can explain it away that way. Like a dyad in the Force! That's right. And it's not that far-fetched that, like, different Force users have different abilities. Like, we know that. You know? But the but fact that Baby Yoda yeah. has it, too, is just... It means just, that it's a general thing that Force users have. General, general thing? thing. Um, Why didn't Vader do that to save Padme? It ruins huh? the series. Like, like when I saw it in the movie, I saw the episode after I saw oh, the really? movie. Yeah. I just didn't have time. I was working a lot during that time. Um, and I just, I didn't have time to watch the episode before the movie because it came out, what, Wednesday? No, Wednesday. The movie came out Thursday night. Yep. Um, so, when I saw the episode, when I saw episode nine, I was like, that shit, and that breaks the series. And then... When I saw um, when I saw the episode of The Mandalorian, I'm like, I like this episode. <laughs> but it also even compounds the problems with Rise of Skywalker. So if you ever hear slapping sounds, yes, this is what we were laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, Logan, just uh, go ahead. So tell us your all, discovery. So actually, all three of us have Apple Watches, and um, there's a there's a fun feature where if you want the screen to turn off, you just give it a little slap, and then the screen. It goes off. away. And it's like, oh, I'm not wanted right now. And our dear friend Ryan Floyd has just realized this fact yeah. uh, this morning after we told him. And um, he's been just having fun with it ever since. Uh, and he, he lets out a little giggle. It's clearly a, a sense of great, great joy. Free serotonin. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is serotonin? I <laughs> Why do you want to free her? Why is she in prison? <laughs> Poor Sarah. Maybe I'll... Serotonin. All right, that, that could that she, could be a character. Be a future guest on on Stop <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I don't want to hear you have to do that. Serotonin. All right, back to the Mandalorian. Um. So yeah, so the the, the show starts and it it starts. I guess we could talk about the length of each episode. I, I feel like that was kind of my biggest thing when it came out. Uh, each episode, I was assuming would be normal broadcast, like 45 to mm-hmm. an hour length. Mm-hmm. But really, it's been, it, they were 30 to 45 minutes. I think totaling a little over five hours. Just overall. about. 
maybe four and a half to five hours is the entire series. So it kind of yeah. you could realistically watch it in one sitting and have it be just kind of like a long movie. It's pretty condensed. Um, what were you guys' thoughts on the episode lengths? Were you happy with it? Were you sad about it? You know, initially, and this is like a Disney Plus wide thing with all of their like original series. I was kind of mad that they were doing this like week to week basis thing, but I actually think that the, about that, yeah. the like suspense was was pretty good um, in terms of. Like, time between episodes and, like, the amount that we were given each week, like, kind of let it... Because you could, you could sit down now and watch it all in one setting, but I kind of liked having that week-to-week being like, oh, what's going to happen next week? Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy on streaming platforms when they can play with the length uh, of the episode. And even when they can on streaming platforms, like Netflix and, like, I mean, now Disney+, Plus, like, they don't always. And, and they're still like, okay, yeah, we're going to pr- produce, like, 42 minutes of content, or, like, 22 minutes of content, or, like... Whatever they need, because that's what they're used to. From exactly yeah. right, but they're I used to writing forty-two page scripts and producing forty-two right, minute. Right, yeah. right, yeah, and, and and so I think what worked well for the Mandalorian was that they only had to put in what they wanted to put in, yeah. and they didn't have to, you know, have any filler, and they they didn't really have to cut anything out. You can make the episode a little longer if you want. You can make it a little shorter if if you don't have stuff to fill it. So, uh, yeah, I, I do think that really worked to its benefit. Yeah, I think overall it kind of worked to his benefit, but I'm not going to lie, when the first couple episodes came out, I was very disappointed by it, and a few of the episodes did feel like they could be longer, um, and and maybe, I, I didn't watch it, but I know that the run times for like season 8 of Game of Thrones, which came out this year, were very long, and that made me very jealous, I'm like, I want I want the hour and 10 minute episodes. It was still bad. I'm, I'm not saying anything about the quality of the show, I'm saying like lengthwise, I'm like, I want that, that's what I want, you know, I want a long... And I feel like Kenobi might be that way when eventually that comes out. Um, but we'll talk about the future of the streaming service, uh, so. streaming shows at I'm the end of the podcast. Very excited. Speaking um, of Brendan, you mentioned other uh, original series on Disney+. Plus. Have you been watching High School Musical, the musical? The I have not, but I've been watching Encore. Have you oh, been watching I, Encore? I've watched a few episodes of Encore. I've, I've enjoyed it. Okay, back yeah, to The Mandalorian. So, yeah. um, so early on in the season... Mando, or the first episode, Mando gets this job, right? And it is it's a... It's the highest paying one It's the highest have. paying one they have. He's getting it through Grief Cargus, who I love as... Uh, who I love Carl Weathers as. Yeah, I think he's great. He's great. Apollo yeah. Creed in the Star Wars universe. I love it. Um, he's a lot of fun in the show. And then he introduces him to Werner Herzog, who is a very famous German documentary filmmaker, yeah. if you don't know who he is. Um, go look him up. Which is... When, when he was announced on the cast list, I was like... Werner Herzog yeah. is gonna be in a Star Wars <laughs> show. Like really? he, he he he's like Alec Guinness. Like he doesn't know Star Wars at all. Hmm. Like he doesn't care about it. it like <laughs> I don't know why he got hired for this. I don't know if he's like friends with John Favreau or something like that. Probably. But that would be the best explanation yeah. for it. But then he goes on this mission to whatever that sand planet is. Uh, do you know what it is? He's uh, he's not still on Navarro. No, when he goes to when he goes to Baby Yoda. It's not Jakku. I don't know. We don't know. It's another sand planet. It's yeah. another it's new so sand planet. It's so weird. Why and he meets Nick Nolte's Ugnaught character, which yeah. I lo- What's it? Kia? How do you- Uh, Kuil. Um, Kuil. Okay. Yeah. And he rides a tadpole. And he ri- rides a, um... Oh, what are they called? Shit. I don't fucking know. Cor- uh, Borg? No. Korg? Porgs? Porgs? She, <laughs> he rides a Porg. I... Can um, you imagine? No, so they ride those things, and they go to the they go to the base, and we get introduced to Taika Waititi's character, IG-11, who I love, and he meets Baby Yoda. So what were your guys' thoughts 
on this first episode, the setup to the show, the premise of it, the, really, which we got by the end of the first episode. I was really pissed off because I saw a bunch of memes with Baby Yoda before I that's, saw the show. That's true. And they were not marked with spoilers or anything, and that I, really pissed me off because I should have watched it launch day like me. I didn't see the memes before I watched it, because I did watch it, but I saw them immediately after. I was like, oh, someone's about to have this ruin for them. Yeah. Uh, the planet is called um, Arvala 7. Arvala 7. And okay. he rides a blurg. Blurg, I knew it was close. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think of the the intro to the Mando? Really cool scene on the ice planet in the in the bar. Um, so yeah, what were you guys' thoughts Which on, this, the on the pilot episode? Bar. I'm sorry. Remind me of the ice planet bar. The ice I, planet it's bar been where so he, long where he closes the door and it c- cuts the guy oh in gosh, and he yeah, picks yeah. up the fish man. That's great. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys What do you guys think of the uh, the pilot and the the intro and the beginning of the story? But look, I love that Life Day is referenced. Yes, yet another yeah, way to canonize oh, yeah, the cool. holiday special. So I guess yeah, holiday special is at least somewhat canon now. Mm-hmm. So that'll be maybe that maybe the holiday special can just be an Octo episode. Maybe maybe it doesn't have to be full <laughs> cinematography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which we're actually going to be talking about the future of cinema talk after we record this. So. Yeah, we are. Uh, we've got some uh, some ideas, business to discuss off mic, but um, yeah, I really didn't know what to make of, the, of this show at first. There seemed to be. Two good things to come out of this episode, and, and these are the same two good things to, I think, pervade through most of uh, this first season. One is uh, Mando's fight scenes. They all look great. They're all really intense. Love the um, bar scene. Yeah. I expected him to fight a little better than he does. I'm not going to lie. Like, in the way that he fights, it seems like he kind of gets his ass kicked a lot. I'm okay with that, though. Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit more real. Yeah, because um, I don't want him to be this... All powerful, guy. like he's just a guy. Yeah, like he's just a Mandalorian, yeah. and and he is. He's a very talented Mandalorian, but he's just a Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that I was really intrigued by uh, is Baby Yoda. And look, Baby Yoda is the child, adorable. Baby, baby, John Favreau would yell at you for calling the him Baby Yoda. I'm sorry, John Favreau, come on the show. <laughs> okay, but he the is child. a baby of Yoda's species, and therefore I think it's okay if we call him Baby Yoda. I know. Why are we not calling him Baby Yaddle? Baby Yaddle, you're right. We're gonna um, learn. I think we're gonna learn a lot more about the species. The real That's question too, is: Was Yoda out sad. there laying? Was Yoda out there laying the, the green, green pipe? pipe? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Oh. Wait, uh, so wow. Rise of Skywalker. So this is definitely Yoda's child, right? Because that's how <laughs> that's how Star Wars works now. It's all bloodline. Right. I mean, yeah, d- right. basically, Yaddle, right? Yeah. Did Yoda yeah. fuck Yaddle? Yeah, I mean, baby. yeah, that makes sense timeline wise. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I mean, it does. Yeah. It really does. The legitimate child had I mean, probably like during the pre or before the prequels. E- even Slightly if it was before. yeah, 50, 50 years old. Yeah, before the prequels. Yeah, yeah. it works out. Boom. And Yaddle both, and Yoda had a baby. They're both Jedi, so they're allowed to procreate without like love mm-hmm. being in the way. No, they right? didn't love each other. If they just if they just fucked. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this podcast is getting on some wow. weird tangents. This is what happens when we don't have too much prepared notes. Some here's what's gonna happen. Some eight-year-old kid is gonna is gonna <laughs> listen to this and be like, "Yeah, I want to listen. I want to hear what they talk. Hear with like what they think about Baby Yoda. I love Baby Yoda. He's so cute." And then we just hear like, "Yoda fucked yeah. <laughs> Yoda fucked yeah. <laughs> they made a love baby. That's that's the new. The, that's gonna be the new Hanshot Greedo shirts. Or Hanshot first. Yoda fucked Yaddle. Laid the little green pipe. <laughs> Yoda came first. <laughs> That's the worst thing we did it. ever. Yeah. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Uh, we're gonna head out. I'll see no, myself out. Of course not. Um, 
<laughs> what were we talking about? We were talking about the pilot. No, yeah, we were talking, we were talking about, about Baby Yoda. Yoda. Baby yeah. Yoda's cute, and he's intriguing, and I want to figure out uh, more about him and where he came from I mean, and stuff like that. An interesting thing is that, like, I was reading an article about, like, why we like Baby Yoda so much. It's because he has all of, like, the features of a cute baby. Like, mm-hmm. the big eyes, the small head, like, and the way that he's just kind of like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But then he's also kind of a badass at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, like... Uh, the, the, Baby Yoda has a kill count. He does have a kill yeah. count. He's, like, but killed the many things. The Mudhorn, he killed that flame trooper in the finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's got at least two bodies. Yeah. 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 He's he's killed... Yeah. And he's only 50. Yeah. <clears throat> he's, he's only 50. Um. So, yeah, I think I agree with you. The, the, the main things I took away from the, from the pilot was Mandalorian's going to be a cool character. Mm-hmm. Um, Baby Yoda's gonna put this series on an interesting interesting trajectory that I didn't know was gonna happen. I think, I understand now why the trailers didn't give any of the story away. is because you couldn't show Baby Yoda, or mm-hmm. they chose not to show yeah. Baby Yoda, and that's the entire story. So, yeah. of course, the trailer's not gonna tell you any story. Hmm. And that was what the thing a- that I was most concerned about going to the show. I'm like, I, st- I don't know anything of what this is about. What an interesting choice not to uh, reveal the entire plot of the movie in all of the trailers. Hmm. Take notes, Rise of Skywalker. Well, no, it's not even reveal the whole... The point I mean, it's essentially is, the same thing. A character is introduced at the beginning that sure. that drives the plot sure. the whole way through. Yeah. Changed the, the course of the, but the show. I don't think yeah. having Baby Yoda in the trailers and be like, hey, this is going to be about Mando and his baby. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to ruin that. The best space thing. dad. Like, yeah, if, if, it, if they showed that, I don't think it would have been a problem. But oh, yeah. they chose to keep it for the reveal, so that's fine. So that was an interesting thing. I, I Like you said, the action, I knew it was going to be very mm-hmm. good. I loved the cast of characters already, like... We didn't, we didn't really talk about him at all yet, but I love Taika Waititi as IG-11. I think he's probably oh, the highlight right. of the show yeah. for me. I think really? Be- I think he's the best character in the show. Oh, um, at least the most fun character in the yeah. show. Yeah, he is a lot of fun. Oh, my yeah. favorite is Cara Dune. I like Cara I Dune a lot. Cara Dune. We'll get to the later part of the season, but like earlier on, early on here, it's like it starts very solid. It was short. It was compact. I didn't think a ton happened. Um... But it, it was a very effective opening to the show, and True. It, it put the the show on a trajectory. Also, we get introducing Nick Nolte's Ugnaught, which mm-hmm. I thought was a very, um, very fun character. Again, another character that comes back later in the show. Um, I think I think the series did a good job of introducing characters, letting them naturally flow in and out of the show, um, and then die. Well, um, <laughs> I think that my favorite part of the show as a whole was just Baby Yoda having things. <laughs> Was just like whenever he yeah, would like, little, like have some well like the little ball and then totally he, a choking hazard by kept, the way oh yeah well, yeah but he kept like <clears throat> he kept like reaching for it him like picking up frogs and shit just trying to eat them just trying to eat them and then when you the kids were all, the kids were all like ew and he just like half in his mouth and he spits it out like, <laughs> and then him just like peeking around corners and him sipping the tea while they were fighting that was fun oh my god that, that was, was so good when he just like had some soup what is that bone soup is that yeah yeah it was like bone marrow soup or something. He was like, just watching him and Kara beat the shit out of each very other. Very good. Um, him with and at the very end with like the Mandalorian necklace, and he's like, "Why didn't you hang on to that for a little yeah. while?" Yeah. And it's just like in his mouth. And he's just like, "No, God damn it, stop eating things." Baby Yoda having things. He's like half a baby, half like a Yoda puppy. Just like everything has to be in his mouth at all times. True. Um, a little kids do that. I know. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. See, this is my. I don't. Children. No. My cousin just had a baby, and mm. we we visited mm. her over the holidays. And she had to have everything in her mouth at all times. The well, yeah, he's he's one now. The baby is, no. and uh, is he still considered a baby at that point? I guess he's a toddler. I would but, say baby. I mean, baby? Yeah. I don't know. Baby things. Yoda. I don't know. 
I, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't understand babies yet. <laughs> I'm terrified of children. That's like, fair. young children. Like, I'm going to break it in some way by accident. But I just... The, my, my cousin's... <laughs> said it a lot worse than it. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin's son was just, like, all of his toys, like, just kept I putting them in his mouth. You. Okay. Um, so, after the, after the pilot... I, we get to the point of the show very quickly that I feel like was what I was not prepared for. Mm-hmm. And episode two was the first serialized episode, I'll put it. Some will call it filler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll call it serialized because this is a Western show, and it took me a little bit to finally sure. accept that and that every episode is not going to be a main storyline episode. Yeah. And, and maybe because I'm spoiled from Clone Wars where, like, they did episode arcs, so everything mm-hmm. was always a contained story. Like, even throwaway episodes was still a contained arc in a story where there was character development and all that stuff. Like, episode two was 30 minutes long. It was very short. We got more of Kuil, who was mm-hmm. fun. More, We got some Jawa stuff, but ultimately the I felt... Fucking Jawa stuff. I, it, didn't, it didn't progress the story in any way, and I was very... Nervous about it, but then after episode three came out, I watched all three together with my dad to watch. Like he hadn't seen any of them yet, and it flowed much better. And you were like, "Oh!" It flowed much better, and that's this is the point where I do like the episode by episode, but it also does kill any flow, and it makes filler episodes much more noticeable, like episode two. That's, so, what did you guys feel about episode two when you saw it? It's definitely true. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was a filler episode, and that was, like, kind of apparent. It's my second least favorite of the series, of this season. That's fair. Yeah, I, my main problem with this whole show, throughout most of the, most of the first season, I, I can kind of see what it is now, but the problem is just that it's so episodic and disconnected, um, and I, I guess, like, I, w- I really wasn't expecting... A show about, like, basically the Mandalorian being a dad. Yeah. And just, like, taking care of a kid while he goes and does, like... Misadventures. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, these, like, miscellaneous things that are just kind of happening. I feel like that... Not really that related. And I like... In theory, I like that. Just, like, having, like, okay, these are your characters. They're going to do a bunch of different stuff. Because that's, like, what the old westerns were, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's the old 40s, 50s serialized <laughs> westerns. Which is kind yeah. of fun. But, like... When I see eight episodes, I'm like, like that's fine if, if it's running for, like, years yeah. and years. Right. Or even a 22-episode season. Yeah, like, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, like, this you is going to be... those kind of episodes. But when right. it's eight, right. it like, so fine. This show is on, like, you know, every night, and all the kids in the, in the 50s are going to watch it. Like, yeah, yeah then you're going to have just, like, random disconnected stuff. <laughs> like, when I see an eight-episode show about, a, like, about Star Wars... Like, and the episodes are shows short. Exactly. The episodes are short. Like, I kind of expected to cut cut to the chase a little bit more um, and be a little more more direct in what was going on. Um, I I mean, I liked the stuff at at the end. Uh, at the end of the season, everything is kind of everything tied back up. And yeah. we get back to um, the child who's, I'd say, like, he's kind of the focus. Yeah, sure. Um, the show, even though, like, it's called The Mandalorian, but everyone's just chasing after... The child, Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah, he becomes a MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, um, but yeah, even then, I felt like, well, you just spent all these t- all this time doing like these random disconnected things. So like, why are you trying to bring it back now? Like, either make it episodic or make it serial. Like that was kind of my whole deal. Yeah, that makes sense. The the real plot of the series is one three seven eight. 
like the episode. Pretty matters. much, yeah. Like yeah. nothing really happens in four through six that matters. Two doesn't really matter that much because ultimately he gets his ship taken apart and he just puts it back together and leaves. He's like, I got this. Right. Yeah, yeah. Two episode two is that's what the Jawas. Yeah. Pointless side quest. Yeah. That's the thing. This feels like a video Which was game. A fun action this feels scene. like a video game and everything is a side quest. It's like when you're watching, you're like. 10-year-old cousin play a video game and you're like, okay, are you going to go over there and do the thing now? And he's like, no, maybe I'll just like pick up a barrel and throw it against the wall. Like, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Like, It's like, let me help this random villager find exactly. his fishing rod. It's like, like shut up. Okay, then you've done that. Fight Ganondorf. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, yeah if, you're, if you're playing Zelda, you just like Breath go outside and just like cut the grass and find like oh my two God, rupees. Two rupees. And just okay. like, I'm going to go fight some red choo-choos. Like, Stop. <laughs> But, like, that's what this feels like. It's, like, with the whole... And then there's, like, the amateur bounty hunter thing that he, got, that he has to help. There's the heist um, on the, in the prison ship, which I like. I think that's a good episode. Mm. But, at, like, it just doesn't matter in the end. Mm. And the whole... Um, the, the little village with the ATST, like... I want to I go through a it, little... It, they had, like, some purpose in showing that, like... The child wasn't safe, like, regardless. Like, when they went to the, the forest planet where they met Cara Dune, um, and they, like, helped all the villagers fight back, like, it didn't matter in the end. Baby Yoda still almost got shot in the head. Like, yeah. it just, like... I think that's... I think, <clears throat> ultimately, the episodes being ultimately pointless was what hurt the show. That's fair. Is if it, if it all somehow tied in, even tangentially... Yeah, we're like uh, like the episode with the Jawas. Like he takes his ship apart and he puts it back together and he leaves. That's it. End of the episode of the the villager episode. They're doing all this to protect Baby Yoda and protect the village. And then the village, the vi- he still almost dies. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's these things that like randomly come in that kind of undercut the enjoyment of the episodes. And That's fair. what I love about episode three was that it was felt like the most until the last two episodes the most plot focused. Mm-hmm. It had a very clear goal. Very good storyline. I love the action in episode three. Episode three was my favorite episode of the series. I don't know about you guys. Hmm. That was the... That was where he turned him in and then broke him out. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. With the, with and the then this is the way all the Mandalorians good. come out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I love that episode. The action was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I love the, the getting to see more of the Mandalorian culture. Um, leaving Rebels and Clone Wars... We didn't. The Mandalorians weren't the way they portrayed them in this show. They, you were allowed to take your mask off. This, this is new. I don't know where this came from from John mm-hmm. Favreau because if you watch Clone Wars, it's like old lore. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know if you watch Clone Wars and Rebels, but Rebels took place eight years before this, sure, roughly, even maybe even less by the end of the show when Bo-Katan and um, I feel Sabine like there was some kind main of characters retcon. I don't think so, because it's all still in can. Like, they take their helmets off, and that's fine. I'm not too hung up on the helmet thing. Like, that's I, fine. I, I, I just assume... don't know when this purge happened that they talk about, where all the Mandalorians mm-hmm. were killed, because that did not happen in canon. It was like the Night of Tears or something. Right. I, I guess. I would have been during the original trilogy. I would assume that in the case of this TV show, it's just a, a plot device, so they can just, like, have a stand-in actor, like, at, at some times, just, like, have a stunt double. True. Sure, but I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I I like the Mandalorian lore that we get, but it doesn't quite fit with the Mandalorian lore in canon, which is kind of confusing. If you're making this show and you love the Mandalorian culture Mm -hmm. the way Favreau does, why are you changing? Right, wouldn't you want to look at what you have and then build on it? And it's not even that, like, 
he can't even say like you can't even say like oh Favreau didn't know that stuff. He did. He voiced a Mandalorian in the Clone Wars. Hmm. He voiced the main Mandalorian in the Clone Wars, so he knows. Boba Fett? No, <laughs> Pre Vesla. No, he voiced Pre Vesla. Um, who's a great character. I'm very excited for you to watch that mm. show and yes, to experience I, those characters. Did I say that off mic? I'm I don't think you, I don't I'm. Think uh, I'm starting the Clone Wars series yeah. uh, in a chronological order that yes. uh, Floyd has sent me. Yes, so I'm very excited. Official Star Wars website. Yes, so it's officially official. Official. Wait, right? I, I need to see that. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so he's a very cool character in that show, and he so he knows he knows all the rules that were set up by Clone Wars. He might not know the rules set up by Rebels, but all the rules were the same. So that's just the canon. Like I talked about in Rise of Skywalker, that's just the canon nerd. Sure. In me, wanting things to line up when they don't entirely. And it's just frustrating because you didn't have to make it this way. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, it very, you very easily could have had it just... Even if he didn't take off his helmet mm-hmm. very often, it didn't need to be this whole big plot point yeah. and the saying, like, oh, it's the code, when obviously before that it wasn't the case. This is the way. This is the way. I love that. That's so good. That I mean, that, that, that kind of stuff, that kind of mentality, mm-hmm. like the Spartan culture, which is really the, the basis of the Mandalorians... Mm-hmm. Works really well in this show, and they mentioned yeah. some things that I, I hope that we get old another another TV show, another movie series of seeing the Jedi Mandalorian Wars because it was very sounds very interesting. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I like the lore. How do you guys feel about the whole I Mandalorian aspect of this show? I didn't realize that they like reused like materials to like make their armor and stuff. Yeah, like, that, how that's they, like, new. Smelted it down. Yeah, that's new. Um, I would be interested to, like, kind of learn about, like, the ranking system, because they got their, like, mm-hmm. family crest at the mm-hmm. end, where it was the, um, the horn thing. Yeah, the mudhorn. Mudhorn, yeah. Um, but, like... Very on-the-nose name for oh, that that's animal. Cool. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, it's horn something. Uh, but, like, yeah, I, I just feel like I'd, I would be interested in learning some more lore. Uh, Star Wars is notoriously bad at, like, explaining things. yeah. So and, and and that's that's my point where it's like, Clone Wars and Rebels do that. They're six seasons soon to, soon to be seven, which the seventh episode, uh, or the, in season seven is going to be a, an arc called the Siege of Mandalore, which we've heard hmm. about in Rebels and we've heard about in canon materials, <clears throat> where it's going to be like one of the huge main last battles of Clone Wars takes place on Mandalore. Interesting. <clears throat> Going to be very cool. A huge arc takes place also on Mandalore in season five that involves um, a major character, which I actually won't spoil. Major character, um, <clears throat> a major character that comes back that I think you'll love. But like the Mandalorians, so tie into those shows and they so build that lore in those shows that it's just confusing why they changed the lore instead of keeping the rich lore they already had. You know what I'm saying? It, just, it was just confusing to me. <clears throat> and I didn't hate it. I like the scenes that we had. We had another Vistla character voiced by John Favreau in the show. Yeah, uh, that was supposed to be his like nephew or something oh, like that. That's cool. Um, so <clears throat> Junior. Yeah, it's the one that he almost Junior? fights. It's the one that he almost. Oh fights. Uh, right, I remember that one. Comes up to him and I was like, "Is that John Favreau?" And then I looked at him and like it was John Favreau, and he was playing something Vistla, who was the nephew of Pre Vistla. Um, so yeah, episode three gives us this really, really rich the- uh, Mandalorian stuff. Some really great battle scenes. And then we move on to this planet, which I forget in episode four. Uh, They're all wood planet. Wood planet. <laughs> another fake sorry. Endor. Yeah, another Endor. Exactly. Um, Just make it Endor. <clears throat> and we get your seemingly favorite character. Oh, I love Cara Dune. So, Cara, yeah. do you want to talk a little bit about this episode? I, yeah, I mean, I just thought it was really cool because, like, it's it's kind of that whole like 
where like the rogue guy like walks into a bar and sees like another person is like oh yeah. like that like is a person that like you don't fuck with you don't fuck with but like also is like in a similar situation to me it's like I bet they have information and yeah. like it's just kind of like a like a they know uh, thing which I think is really great and I also think that it's really cool how there was kind of like this storyline of like oh Mando could like have a life on this planet like there was the widowed woman who like with the young daughter who was like clearly into Mando mm-hmm. she wanted to, she wanted him to lay the the steely pipe the NASCAR <laughs> pipe yeah the NASCAR pipe <laughs> um and is that the condoms in the Mandalorian culture? Baskar? Baskar, yeah, I probably. It's the Baskar pipe so. that he puts his... Yeah, yeah okay. Okay. <laughs> this, um, is, this is earning the explicit. Too far. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I, I just thought it was really cool, and then it was, like, very much, like... Oh, uh, man. Like, you really see it, saw that, like, no, this was, like, the life that he had to live, so it was kind mm-hmm. of, like, erasing any chance of... I also thought that he was gonna have more chemistry with Cara Dune, but they don't seem to have that no, much... No, I liked it. I liked it. I liked that, yeah. I don't it's, need every she's good though. relationship in Star Wars to be a romantic one. I'm kind of cool. Yeah, it's true. Um, especially after the sequel trilogy where they set up so many relationships and never followed through with any That's of that. That's right. And then follow through on the one that no one didn't wanted. make any sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I liked episode four. I liked the action. It was the seven samurai, except it was the two yeah. bounty hunters. I mean, like... <laughs> wow. It, it, was a, it was a cool episode. It was cute, more cute Mandalore, uh, Baby Yoda stuff. The action was really good. Cara Dune's a badass. But, like, it was another episode where I'm like, eh, this went nowhere. Yeah. You know? Yep. <laughs> then, is, that all, is that all we got? For yeah, I think four? so. Yeah. Episode we 5 sucked ass. Um, Which was episode 5? The Tatooine episode. Oh, uh, right. The directed by uh, Dave Filoni. Which makes me scared because it felt like a really... It was like... It just felt amateurish to me. Because, mm. like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just nervous... After this series, I'm nervous about Dave Filoni taking over th- anything live action because I, his sensibilities worked really well for the animated series, and he directed episode one fine, but episode five we got like the worst character in this show, this young oh the young bounty hunter yeah the young bounty Bobby Carnavali or whatever his yeah. what's what's how do you pronounce I never oh, pronounce that guy's name um his kid who was just like this young bounty hunter piece of shit and Amy Sedaris taking care of the fucking baby. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot. That was just not... Toro Calican, is that the guy's name? No, let me see it. No. Callahan, I think. Here's the... Uh, Carnival. There's the full list. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so... Yeah, I... Yeah, I, and again, like, it's it's Carnivale. marginally entertaining. Like, there, there really aren't many... Uh, really aren't many episodes here that, that you can't find some entertainment in. But... Sure. This is my least God, favorite. they're all just so ridiculously... Irrelevant, yeah. To anything else happening. This one mo- more than anything. Yeah, this nothing one. comes back from this episode. Yeah, that's that's nothing. True. Like at least Cara Dune comes back from episode four, yeah. and I mean, Khalil pe- comes back from episode two, but nothing comes here's, back from this episode. Here's the thing: I've People heard a thought that uh, Boba Fett was at the end of that episode. Was that? So, yeah, they never revealed that. Was that supposed to be Boff Gideon? I don't know. What was wait, the very end of the episode? There's like this cloaked this. figure that walks up to the other bounty hunter's body, dead oh. body. Who knows. Who knows? Another thing from Star Wars that they just set up and don't follow. It's like <laughs> Tatooine. People were like, oh, but and it's like part of a cape and a, like a boot. And yeah, I swear if, that I heard the spurs of Boba I Fett. I guess it was. Yeah, I guess it was Moff Gideon. Like, I guess, yeah. Or something they're going to pick up in season two. I, I hope don't it's know. Boba Fett. That would be cool. But like, you're you're going to set. No, what? I don't know. Okay. I don't need that. He's it's dead. After, yeah, it's after Return of the Jedi. 
Well, no, no, I know no, people like, always have the theory that he broke oh, out of the Sarlacc like, pit. Okay, I hate that. Yeah, um, they did that in Legends. Was it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's episode I, five. Yeah, episode five. Like, I've heard the argument that like being more episodic allows them to like go to more places and like sure. see places we wouldn't get to see normally. But like, you know what? Where else we get to see a lot of different planets? Like the the regular Star Wars movies. Yeah. Like the plot. In those movies, takes us to like what three, four new too cool many planets, too many, too many planets, <laughs> yeah, too many like, planets in the Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Oh well, okay, that, that's a different that's a different yeah. discussion. But like, we get to see new movies, and they're related to the plots in yeah. in the episodes. So it's kind of mind boggling that people are like, no, you need to eliminate any trace of plot in order to be able to like explore. see see new planets and explore. Right? It doesn't make any sense. I just. Yeah, but this was an episode going back to an old planet, so that argument doesn't even <laughs> exactly, work. Exactly, exactly. So this, yeah, of all of the, of all of the episodes that you could set on Tatooine, oh. you picked the one that has the least relevance. Yeah, it's just, it felt like an episode just go back to Tatooine and go yeah. to the cantina. Yeah. And, yep. Because like this character, this annoying ass character, not a good actor. I'm no. sorry, just dies, and the bounty hunter that they're hunting dies, yeah. and. Amy Sedaris doesn't come back. It's just it, it felt like yeah she was she babysits the child for, for an episode and then fucks off. It's dumb. Yeah, yeah. And and this this was the episode where I'm like I am losing it with this mm-hmm. series. Like this mm-hmm. series is starting to lose me. The next episode was pretty cool. Yeah. I liked it. Bill Burr was fun. Clancy yes. Brown was fun. Clancy Brown is another is a voice actor for a character yes. in, a, in the Clone Wars that you Ooh, will get to know. You don't know him yet. He's okay. a season three character. But, I, but I've, I've seen him in Sav- other things. And I've, heard, and I've heard him in other things. Oh, Savage Oh, Perez. really? Okay, yeah. cool. You know who that is? It's Maul's, Maul's brother, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yellow um, Darth Maul. <laughs> yes. Which some of the... His episodes are some of the best. I love um, that his name is just two words. Savage Savage Oppress. Yeah. Like, no, it okay. shows, that's very Star Wars, though. <laughs> yeah. Savage Oppress is a very Star Wars name. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's a... Uh, it's a cool episode. Again... Nothing really comes of it, but I, I forgive this episode more than the other ones because it it had a good self-contained story. You know what I'm saying? Like like episode five, they just went in the desert, killed her, and came back, and that was it. But this, like, they actually went to a New Republic ship. There was some really cool stuff. The guard was Anakin from Clone Wars. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, uh, the voice was the voice actor of Anakin That's in Clone cute. Wars. Yeah, like small things like that. It's cool. Free to fucking Twi'lek. Yeah, like it, I thought it was a fun episode. It was a fun like. Prison break episode. Yeah, I didn't it, was a pro- it was a fun episode. And, I didn't. And again, that's what I'm saying. It was entertaining, but you know, it's we could have had entertainment that really. It was a fun minute. 40 minutes of Star Wars action, but yeah. I didn't feel like I gained anything from it. Exactly, yeah. and like most of this, most of the stuff that just happens in the show, I just don't feel connected to, because because yeah. there's no reason to remember half the stuff. So like when you're like, oh yeah, episode five, I'm like. Which one was that? Like, yeah. because you don't need to know them because yeah. they just don't matter. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the show really wants to be like an anthology series almost. Yeah. Like, it gave you the base set up with the pilot, and then it kind of continued to be like, oh, like, and so this is what life is like for Mando when he needs money, and this mm-hmm. is what it's like when he wants a friend. I don't know, but like, <laughs> when he wants a pal, <laughs> wants a we buddy. should we should go and rename all the chapters of this. Mando <laughs> wants a friend. Mando wants a friend. Mando thinks he might like to settle down. Mando needs a job. Mando <laughs> wants to take off the helmet. <laughs> no, Mando doesn't want to take off the helmet. 
Um, but yeah, no, this episode more than the others. I think the characters felt more rich in this episode. I mm. love the Twilight girl. I thought she yeah. was a lot of fun. I didn't. She was fucking annoying. Okay, I liked her a lot. I thought she was fun. She was worse than fucking um, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. No. Yes. No. Yes. That's not fair. Oh my god. She's got a new movie coming up. It looks good. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey looks good. Birds of Prey. I'm just excited I, for Yeah, I don't know Ewan how to McGregor. Feel Ewan McGregor is Roman Oh, he looks so really? great yes. in that movie. Yeah. I'm Boy so excited. I love Ewan McGregor. Um, we'll be talking about it very shortly. Yes. Um, but you know, no, yeah, this is my, this is my favorite of the spin-off episodes, I would say, or of the, uh... Non-relevant? Yeah, non-relevant episodes. Definitely yeah, the most I, I would agree. It's the most entertaining. Yeah. And we get fun actors. I thought the, the whole, we got more of the lore of the bounty hunter world, which is fun. I enjoyed it. Um, so then we get to the last two episodes, which are very of a piece. You know, he recruits Kara. Um, he gets the message from grief and then they go back and they have this you know it's basically a two-part episode mm-hmm. directed uh by Taika Waititi the finale is directed by Taika Waititi he's okay. the, uh director of Thor Ragnarok director of this year's Jojo Rabbit Jojo Rabbit um I loved Jojo Rabbit there, he's the he is the guy who voices I, uh IG-11 and played Hitler and played Hitler in Jojo Rabbit um he's and also Korg. done, done and many many other things very talented guy um yes Yes, and, and, I and, and, I love these two episodes. I thought they were great. Uh, great seven and eight. To, yeah, seven and eight. I thought they were a great way to end the show. It sure. wrapped up the story nicely. Yeah. Um, IG coming back was great, and I specifically really like episode eight. I thought episode eight was very good. Yeah, I would watch. I, I think episode eight has to be my favorite. Yep. It's um, that in episode three for me. I think I, I would rather watch episode eight eight times than watch the rest of the than watch the entirety of the really? season, season again. Yeah. Jesus. I, I want to go that far. I don't know. Anyway. I feel like <laughs> the score. We didn't talk about that at all. The score is very good in the show. Yeah, I love it very much. Bones. It felt very much like a is, is that is it really? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. He's Oscar great. Winner. He's great. Yep. Yeah, Oscar winner. Uh, Black did, Panther. Yeah, Black Panther. I don't know if he's really done anything else. He's probably just been scoring movies. four and a half hours of the Mandalorian. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I mean, he's he's did a great job. It's it's the main theme is very catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. I mean, there's not that much going on. In, sure. in terms of the music, but I don't think you need that much going on. Nah, I think it's he, a classic Western. It's, very yeah. it's, like, it's a nice mix of Western and Star Wars music. Yep. Um, I agree, yeah. That I really liked. But back to episode eight. Yeah, it's just, it finally all came together. Moff Gideon mm-hmm. is here. Very cool character. I love yeah. him. Uh, can't wait to see more of him. I'm glad they didn't kill him. When, when his X-Wing went, or when his TIE fighter went down, I'm like, don't kill this cool character <laughs> right away. And they didn't, mm-hmm. which was very satisfying. I'm glad they, they kind of... Brought Mando's fear of droid things kind of full circle with IG-11 being uh, friends, being friendly and like you know <laughs> sacrificing himself. I really like that stuff. Hashtag not all droids. Hashtag not all yeah, droids. Exactly. Um, but then also I I liked the action and I like like the action scene when they bust out and he shoots a stormtrooper in the head. You know from the trailer where he kicks the door, kicks the stormtrooper, shoots him in the head. When they're all fighting and IG-11's going through the like the town, it's it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and and that. Co- Highlight of the season for me is that conversation between the two stormtroopers. It is so fucking well, funny. Just, the 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 scout. I get that. Do you get that? Yeah. The scout troopers. Yeah. No, that's a line. He's like, I understand that. Do you understand that? With my oh, kidding, I thought like, you were like. That's how you know, no, <laughs> I thought you were saying, do you know what a scout trooper is? <laughs> do I was you like, know? Yeah, I fucking know what a scout trooper is. <laughs> no, and he's like, I understand that. What are you talking about? Like, got Gideon's here. He wants to like yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. people know who who's in control and all that stuff. It's like, but if you want to 
if you want to piss them off, go ahead. You know, I just, I love, like, they were so funny and then, like, made me hate them, but when they were just, like, punching the bag. Yeah. It was, it's, it was, in- it's interesting that you just want to see it. <laughs> you just want to see it. Yeah, no, you I just to see it. I just, I just, I barely got a glance for it and I scooped it up and put it in my bag. I think it's really interesting what Disney has done with Stormtroopers because... <laughs> yeah, they couldn't hit... They in the original trilogy, right. It, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. That was funny, how yeah. they couldn't hit, like, the, the <laughs> cam just, on the ground. Or they just, like, pull up and they just start shooting the cam. That was really just funny. can't hit it. And then, like, the first guy does it, like, twice, and then the other guy, guy's like, seriously, you can't hit it, and then he can't Maybe do it. Maybe he can't do it. No, but, like, in the original trilogy, it... The stormtroopers are, I mean, they're just like, they're tissue paper. They yeah, can never do anything. Exactly. And you don't feel bad about them being killed because they're just like nothing. And <laughs> then we introduce the character of Finn, who is Force a former stormtrooper. Well, okay. Yeah. Regardless of that. He's a former stormtrooper. Uh, he has feelings. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> clearly has a personality. Uh, and then... We see this conversation between the two shock troopers, not shock troopers, uh, between the, the scout, scout troopers. Um, they're, they're all a, a five-letter word beginning with S and then troopers, yeah. so forgive me. Um, shock troopers. Yeah, shock troopers, storm troopers, <laughs> yeah. scout troopers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. troopers. Ah, four-letter. Damn it. Snow troopers. Yeah, that is four letters. There do, we go. You could do like stone troopers. <laughs> yeah, sounds. That'd be interesting. Dark troopers. They're rocks. <laughs> They're just Death rocks. troopers from episode nine. But yeah, yeah we, get these, we, get these, we get Clone these. We get these. We get these two. Car- these two scout troopers who have personalities, and then um, there's the whole fucking planet with Janna and everyone. Poop and troopers. They have- why? Like, I don't know. Sorry, Keep going. <laughs> I had to say. It. And then and they all have personalities, and then it's like no, like we're all just gonna. Kill stormtroopers like without any regard for like they they still it don't matter. It doesn't matter, right? These ones that we've shown you have personality, but when the rest of them gets get killed, don't feel bad. Like it's just it's kind of weird. It it makes you think a little bit too much about it. I would argue no, because like I, I love having this little scenes of personality. Yeah. I think they're fun, and then he just kills them in such a brutal fashion. But in yeah. a way, it's like yeah, fuck them. Uh, well, yeah, like, I mean- like, they're all kind of, I mean, they're all just along for the ride with the Empire. Like, I don't care. I don't feel bad that they're dying. Like, if they, like... But also, the Empire's they, done. Well... Here. Kinda, yeah. I mean, it's the Imperial Remnant um, yeah. still at this point. But, like, people are... People like Finn make decisions. Mm-hmm. And Janna and that, and that whole yeah. thing from Episode Nine. Like, those people made those decisions and they left. That mm-hmm. means that these people made these decisions and stayed. So, like, I don't really feel bad that they died. And well, I like, I, I like I having know. the scene. I, I just gave good personality. No, it did, and I think it's a very funny scene. Um, but also, like, Finn, like, was with them for a long time, and Janna and all the rest, like, before yeah. they kind of realized it. So, like, I feel like a lot of them are just, like, not these two, obviously. Yeah. Because um, they're both just being dicks and yeah. punching the child. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it does a weird thing to the, sure. to the whole Stormtrooper I, I, idea. I don't have a problem with it, yeah. but I, I get how you would have a problem with it. Like, this this scene also was so Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you know Taika, mm-hmm. like I'm sh- like this episode has it written by John Favreau. I guarantee you that scene was not written by John Favreau. It, it felt so different mm-hmm. than everything else. This episode had such a Taika Waititi feel, which I think like he probably wouldn't have signed on to do this show mm-hmm. if he wasn't like yes, I'll voice destroyed. This sounds like something I'm good at. He does Korg, you know, he does the voice capture. Or the motion capture voice mm-hmm. work um, often at this point, but he's like, "No, I'm gonna direct. 
Yeah. The way I direct. Like, it'll it'll fit into the show, but also you'll know the Taika Waititi episode. Mm-hmm. And he does, I, I think, in a, in a very, very well... In a very well-mannered way. Like, in a very Taika way. Mm-hmm. There are two more things that I want to talk about. I don't know if there are more that you want to talk I, about. I would say, no, there, there are just a few general things, but no. General things? Okay, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, this R2 slash R4, whatever it is, unit. Sure. With legs and arms. What about what? I don't know. It was confusing. I, I assumed it was just it something looks, that <laughs> looks so funny. I mean, we're on a backwater plane, and I'm assuming someone just took an astromech droid and just, you know, did something like like I don't it's know, just like arms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just like did their own attachments to it. I don't have a problem with I it. Thought, like, it looked kind of uncanny. It looked but, like, weird. It looked really weird. <laughs> it did kind of look weird, but I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, yeah, I know. I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation. Like, someone yeah. just, just stole it and repurposed it. But, yeah. like, out of all the droids you could have chosen, like, an astromech right. droid is, like, the weirdest one. I don't know. I was fine with that. I thought it Like, cool. it would have been creepier to have, like, a protocol droid with, like, spider legs or something. Right. That would, yeah. Yeah, that would have been okay. Cool. Yeah. But instead, it's just, like, <laughs> take R2-D2. Hmm. What if we did arms and legs with this thing? <laughs> Great design. <laughs> Humanoid R2. Yeah. Um... The other thing, I think the best, the thing, the thing about this last episode that's gonna actually keep me coming back for next season, uh, Moff Gideon. the fact that it's just Star Wars and then you're well, gonna yeah, watch it incessantly I'll, anyway. I'll, I'll watch it because I'm a, I'm a yeah. slave to Disney's capitalism. Yeah, but, exactly. you know. Uh, uh, Story-wise, this is Story-wise, yeah. Moff Gideon. The Dark awesome character. Right, awesome character. I love yeah, that, yeah. I love that he has the title of Moff. Yeah. Like, that that's that's still a thing. Yeah. Um, Even though he probably didn't do shit to deserve it at this point. Yeah, Because it's yeah. five years after Return of the Jedi. He's like, right. I'm off now. <laughs> so but, I'm, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So this Darksaber. So, hopefully, I, maybe you want to explain more to me about this. Maybe I'll find out while you I'm watching Clone Wars. You will find out in Clone Wars okay. and in Rebels. So is he, is Gideon Force-sensitive? No. Okay. He no, you don't, you don't need to be Force-sensitive to have the okay. Darksaber. The so, Darksaber is basically, like... I, I think they briefly say this, and no, they don't say this in the in the Mandalorian. Mm. Whoever has the dark saber is the like head, like the kind of the king of the Mandalorians mm. to them. Oh, interesting. The, the first Mandalore, which was the person who started the Mandalorian creed, like had this dark saber. So there's a lot about the Mandalorians in. Clone Wars, it seems like it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Well, I can't wait to watch that. There, there's a lot in Clone Wars, and there's even more in Rebels, because one of the main characters is a Mandalorian. Which is which is also why it's confusing, because she never has her helmet on. <laughs> yeah. You know, she just puts it on in, like, battle and stuff like that. Ooh, so. let's talk about the um, the cat lady, the Mandalorian. <laughs> Don't you think it looked like she had, like, cat ears? What? The forger or whatever? Oh, oh her? Yeah. It's like cat ears. She has a good fight scene. Yeah, I like her. I like her a lot. She's cool. She was a lot of fun. Hopefully, um, maybe she'll be back. Maybe she died. Her like hammer and tongs. No, I think she'll be back. I think she'll be back. Yeah, I just wanted real generally, as, since we went through the show tangentially plot wise, I, I I really think the acting is good in this show. Mm-hmm. I think the main challenge of it though was Pedro Pascal. Like I don't. He was fine, but like I just I feel like from doing the helmet thing, I never. Fully connected to the character. I interesting. I yeah. I somewhat agree with you, and I think he's not a character that you're really supposed to connect with. Like sure. that's kind of why he has the mask on. At least like in the universe, you don't want like personal connection or whatever. Like I get that in, in the context of the Mandalorian, but yeah, I agree. I agree that it made it kind of hard to connect with him. I do think he he acted pretty well. Like you uh-huh. could. 
for the episodes that he was in the suit, presumably, presumably right, because right. we know we we've been told that he's not in the suit every episode. Yeah, but I think I think he does a pretty good job. It, it does just feel weird to get like a big na- not not a huge name, a decently like, big name. Yeah, like he's he's a name that, that will attract like a, a certain. Yeah, I mean he's the villain in the new Wonder Woman movie. Really? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, he's the villain in the new Wonder Woman movie. Wait, I thought the villain in the new Wonder Woman movie was going to be Cheetah. And he's in Kristen the Wiig. Oh, is she going to be a villain too? I think so. It's going to be Pedro Pascal. He's the main villain. Who is he? Uh, he's some businessman. Oh, he's he's right. in the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he's in he's in the trailer. Oh, he's okay. He has he's okay. He made a commercial which is like cut into the trailer. Okay. So if you go back well, and watch the anyway. trailer, you'll see him. Yeah. Um, and he's the bad guy in Kingsman the Golden Circle. Like, we've seen him. Okay. Yeah, I know. It It just feels weird to get someone with, like, a decently big name to mm-hmm. just be in a suit and a mask. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And have 20 seconds on camera. Yeah, maybe. If that. If that yeah. yeah. That felt weird. Is there anything else that you guys want to talk about before Not we really. get to the wrap-up no, and then so. talking about the future of the Disney Plus series? All right. I think we'll just... So... In the first episode we did, what did we add this episode is a sacred text as a way to say whether or not you should watch it. I, I think it's pretty clear. Watch this. It, yeah. It's live action Star Wars. Why not? Yeah. Watch it's the it. First one they've done. At, at least watch one through seven, eight. And the rest you can just mm-hmm. put on when you If you're, you want to. Just, if yeah. you want to watch the whole show, watch the whole show. But if yeah. you want the story, it's one through seven, eight. Just put on the background noise if you yeah. want to. Like. You're not going to miss anything. Yeah. Except so. for cute baby Yoda stuff. Yeah. Um, so we'll go for rating, uh, like kind of like our CTP rating, um, our grade for the show. Um, yeah, no, I was I was really pleased with the show. It did lose me sometimes, like just within the like filler episodes, obviously, like we talked about. But I think that it was really unique, and I think that it was really well done uh, for the most part. And I think I'm gonna give this show an A minus for that reason, um, because it is one of the better pieces of television I've seen recently. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it feels kind of awkward to be, like, rating a season of a TV yeah. show on, on the same scale that we rate, like, our Film. movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, no, I, I think I've said basically everything I want to say, so I'll just I'll keep this a little shorter. But, like, yeah, it's just parts of it felt way too episodic, but then they also kind of wanted to have a main plot the whole way through, and so that was just kind of confusing. I think, overall, it's a well-made show, and... You know, I, I have problems mainly with the concept, but I feel like it knows what it wants to be, and they executed that. Um, so I'll I'll give this a B plus, B plus. Yeah, I I like this show. I think it's good. Uh, it wasn't as good as I hoped it would be. I, I think it was a disappointment in some ways. Um, yeah, I think B plus sounds right to me. I think it's if I was to put this in in the movies and rank them, it'd probably be either slightly above or slightly below Solo. Like, it's, it's, it's about as good as Solo to me. I, I like Solo. I don't love Solo. It's, I'll go back and watch it every once in a while. And it's Star Wars, you know? I, I enjoy it. The action's a lot of fun. The storyline, when it kicks in, is really good. The new characters are really good. Um, we didn't talk about Kuwil getting killed. That was a sad moment. Yeah. So I like Kuwil a lot. Yeah. Um, he got killed off camera, too. Yeah, kind of. Right. showed his dead body, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so it was, it was a good show. I, I liked it. You should watch it. But really, I am now more excited for the next two shows coming. Because either late this year, early next year, we're getting two more live-action shows. We're getting a Cassian Andor uh, show. Really? We're getting a Cassian Andor I show starring Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk again, um, th- which takes That's place so before fun. Rogue One, obviously. And then we're also getting the Kenobi series. Is that following, series. like, 
Catalyst kind of? Type no, thing? it'll be it'll be like a year. I think it'll be a few years before Rogue okay. One. I'm assu- what I'm I, really excited about that show for, even if you don't love Rogue One or even like Rogue One, I think why this show is going to be really good is because of if you think about what the show's going to be, it's going to be like a spy thriller. Yeah, mm. it's going to be like a, a like a thriller type of series. I'm assuming. Because he's he you know he's an agent for the rebels. He goes out and does spy work. He does all this thing. So I'm assuming it'll be like almost like the Americans or Homeland kind of thing in the Star Wars universe. Because that's what yeah. it seems like. Like this show is supposed to be an old Western series. Right. I'm assuming this show is going to be a thriller series. This show is absolutely something I do not need. This is like one of the. If you ask me to like come up with a list of Star Wars spinoffs that I think are a good idea, Cassian Andor is like one of the lowest possible things I could think of. But it's not something I outwardly but wanted. If they're but taking it in the direction of a specific genre, and if they're gonna do that and like really just give us that, I'm I'm okay. Like I'm I'm okay with that. I'll I'll watch it because I want to see how they how they kind of take the Star Wars universe in in that direction. It's kind of like. Um, it's kind of like Marvel has tried to do, like, a lot of that. Like, they do some more comedic stuff. They do, like, um, apparently Doctor Strange 2 is going to be, like, just full-on horror movie. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. I sure. think it's going to be great. That's um, wild. I know. I'm, I'm really excited for I, that. I, I don't like, believe it's going to be a full-on horror they movie. They kind of try to, like, team. play with different genres and stuff. And so if Star Wars wants to do that in the context of their own universe, I'm down. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a very... And Alan Tudyk's entertaining. As yeah, Alan Tudyk's very good. Cassian said I had to. <laughs> it's a very low-stakes... Like if it's not I, good, it's it's fine. You spend a hundred million dollars of your billions and billions of your Disney Plus money on a show because Cassian already died. <laughs> yeah, because Cassian already died. So it's like it's a limited series. I guess so did Obi Wan. So like yeah, I'm, no, I'm not assu- really gonna... so we're gonna talk. We'll get to that in a sec. I'm assuming the Cassian series will at max be like three seasons, probably. Like because you can't get too much out of there before you go. If if it's, it's three. I wouldn't be surprised if they just do if one, one or two. Season. Yeah. One or two. I would say at least two for Cassian. I think. Kenobi will be a limited series. Oh, really? It has to be. Yeah. Well, let's talk about. So. Let's talk about Kenobi because this was a, sh- a movie that we had talked about in our, I think, Last Jedi or Solo yeah. episode um, that we didn't want. At least mm-hmm. I personally, I think, I think I know you didn't want yeah. it. I just feel like you Ewan's know, back. It's yeah. official. He's back. Ugh. Which that's exciting. Yeah. I love. I like Ewan McGregor. I like him as Obi Wan, and I like Star Wars. So I'll watch it. But again, I just don't really feel like. There's that much to explain, and I think we know... I think we yeah, heard that it's going off. We know basically where he is at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. There's strong we rumors know where that he's he going off, off Tatooine at some point in the show, though. Okay, well, that's fine. I but hope so. I hope so, too. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be really boring if it's just about <laughs> it's just him, him, him in hiding, him sitting, in, sitting in his hut, being a hermit. See, that's when the, they first announced it, I'm like, what see, are you going to do with this show? See, here's what it would be. The climax the of movie. the season would be him figuring out, oh, maybe I want to go by Ben now. But no, I, I think, yeah, he's going to have to go off Tatooine at some point. But at the end of the day, we know where he is at the end of Revenge of the Sith. We know where he is at the beginning of a new Which Hope. is the exact same place. Right. And that. so he's just going to go off world somewhere, survive, and come back. And he's going to end in the same place that, that he started. And maybe it'll explain. Knowing that, I just don't think that's that compelling of a, of a thing to watch. Maybe I, it'll explain why he ages so much in between the two maybe. movies. Yeah. I mean... This is my thought on it. If it was a movie, like they're first talking about, I don't need this to be a theatrically released movie. What I love about the Disney Plus series is that you can do this and it's it could be kind of whatever, yeah. and you're fine. It's nothing. Like, it's just a TV show. 
And the, it, again, it's so low commitment. Right. And the way that they kind of establish this with the Mandalorian is they they want to have these kind of tangentially related storylines, more like this is what it's like within the Star Wars universe at this time. So, you know, if, if that's what Kenobi is, I'm... I'm yeah, and it's, it's one of those things where it's like, what I like about the Disney Plus series and that we're taking three years off at least, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it end up, ends up being more, because we've heard nothing about the movie coming out in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at least having three years of a gap where we're going to be getting at least season two of The Mandalorian and uh-huh. Cassie in season one and Kenobi season one and Clone Wars season seven in the next couple months. You know, we're getting these TV shows, which honestly I'm okay with, like, we're going to get so much more, yeah. if you know what I'm saying, Star Wars, than we ever had before. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of content yeah. and like actual content, so yeah, make a Cassian series, make an Obi Wan series, make it a series about someone we don't know, like the Mandalorian. Make another series about someone we don't know, like there's rumors that there's a Doctor Afra show coming, who is a character from the comics, um, who I don't know because I don't read the comics. But like yeah. it's just like small things where it's like experiment, do do small personal yeah. stories. Like in the next three, years, we could be getting four seasons of live action Star Wars every year. Like, if Cassie and Obi-Wan and Mandalorian Season 2 could all realistically come out this year... That'd be mm-hmm. fucking great. Or at least... It, like, it's seeming stronger likelihood that Kenobi's gonna come out this year than Cassian. At least that's the way I'm hearing it right now, even though Cassian was announced around a year before Obi-Wan. Hmm. Um, but The Mandalorian, I mean... Deborah Chow, who directed episode three and episode seven, is directing all of all the episodes of Kenobi. Interesting. Okay. So they, I think they got. I their think they'll benefit from that. Could, having one director the whole way through. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think shows benefit. From and that. and, you know, Deborah Chow is such a obviously talented filmmaker mm-hmm. um, that I think she's probably the best director who directed the episodes, minus you know Taika Waititi, who's a very acclaimed actual film director at this this point, who just came in and did an episode. Sure. Like, I think she was the best choice for that. Yeah. And Ewan McGregor and Deborah Chow coming together, making this show. I'm excited. Yeah. We'll be back on this show. We're going to talk about Clone Wars. We're going to talk about Kenobi, Cassian. We're going to talk about all of it. Mm-hmm. It's Star Wars. It's live-action Star Wars. That's cool. Disney Plus gives you this freedom. I'm happy with it. Definitely. And what a great time to have a Star Wars podcast, Octo Island. Yeah, exactly. So, you guys like this episode, um, we will be back, hopefully... Relatively soon with some Clone Wars reviews. Um, season 7 is apparently coming out next month. We don't really know that for sure. We don't know if they're done with the episodes or not. Mm. But th- this show will be around every once in a while. But this is not anywhere close to the only show on our network. Um, Brendan, you want to plug your show that you do? I do. I do a comedy podcast called Stop, Wait, What? It's a comedy advice show where a bunch of different people get together and we answer questions from Yahoo Answers and things like that. Super fun. Uh, Logan, you want to talk about your show? I host Back in Style with Matt, who is absent today. Um, it's a Twin Peaks podcast. Um, if you if if you haven't seen the show before, um, this is a great way to start. Uh, you can watch episode by episode. Um, we have we have one episode of our show for every uh, episode of Twin Peaks that is out. Um, so, are you on season two? We are on season two. Yep, we're about midway through season two now. So, um, yeah, we're we're working through that. Um, and there's three seasons. Right. There are three seasons and a movie that's sandwiched in between two yeah. and three. Um, so, yeah, there will be a lot to talk about coming up. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good way to start the show if you want to. And our, our two main series on this show are Cinema Talk Podcast and the Cinema Talk Movie Journal. 
Um, the main thing we do on this show or on this channel is talk about movies or entertainment in some fashion. Um, as you can see, um, really the only show that isn't entertainment based is uh, Stop Wait What, where we're a little more creative. Um, we are talking about doing other shows. Yes. Um, which we won't specifically name right now because we've done. It's we've a mystery. Named, we've named so many shows, honestly, at this point that have never followed through, like yeah. our musical show that never happened, mm-hmm. video um, game, our gaming video show. Game show that never happened. So, like, I think I'm just gonna wait to announce stuff until we have until an it happens. Made. Tweet at us until if, it happens. Tweet at us if you want to revive. I might play that. There you go. Did, did it revive? You mean start? Start. <laughs> it was never an episode. What one. You, that, that was going to be you and Sean, right? What? It yes. was, but uh, we just never got around to it. Sean's what? great. Sean's on Stop It Watson. What would you guys think about a baking show starring no. me? Oh my goodness. No. Where I make uh, Brendan has made some fantastic cookies for us that we've been honest, eating. The, the, you can do that. I'm just curious how you get that into audio. YouTube. <laughs> just do it on YouTube. Just do it on YouTube instead. Just It'll like, be like a like a. I'll record. Just a listen screen. to someone bake. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it's like and the oven is on. Let me just turn it to 425 degrees. Yeah, exactly. I no. And it'll be 30. So it'll be 30 minutes. Yeah. Of me just dead it's just silence. me sitting there like reading a book. <laughs> like oh hey. You gotta cough every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, that would actually be kind of hysterical. <laughs> Just to do, like, one episode of it. But, yeah. So, um, <laughs> if I ever had someone who would co-host Twisted Schmodown with me, I would still do that podcast, because I still follow the Schmodown very much, and I'm going to a live event in three weeks, which I'm very excited for in New York. Um, so, yeah, if you guys if you guys want more Twisted Schmodown, if any of you watch the Schmodown, let me know. <laughs> I'll do it. I just don't think anyone... No one, no one really has listened to the episodes, and then, uh, no one... I couldn't get Nolan to ever fully commit to watching it and co-hosting it with me, mm-hmm. so, um... But yeah, those are other shows on our network, and uh, hope you guys join us. Join us for those. So yeah. we just had a two-hour, forty-minute Rise of Skywalker review right. for one more Star Wars. Yes, a lot more. Now we've there. talked for about twenty hours. Probably about roughly Star around. Wars. Counting this in the ambush episode, the first Doctor Island, we probably talked at least. 20 I'm, hours I'm telling you, of the main movies, we need to make just like a, a like a eighteen-hour compilation yeah. for people to just like listen to on long car rides. That's gonna. Long, how long is the car ride? 18 hours. Okay. Drive to Florida. Exactly. From where we live to Florida. Yeah. Figure it out. Figure out where we live. <laughs> From where, yeah. There's there's a radius of where out. we yeah, live. Yeah, map it out. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so Floyd mentioned uh, reaching out to us if you um, if you want to hear more of the Twisted Spider-Man. But also, reach out to us if you have anything at all to say. Um, yeah, we if, love feedback. We get decent, like, yeah, like not have, a lot, but a decent amount of downloads, or at least one of y'all should be hitting yeah. us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Email, what's your email? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, twistedmugmedia at gmail.com? Maybe. maybe. I don't Send know. Send it to that email, and if you get and a kickback that it doesn't exist, that. then it's not that. Okay, it's look, the best way to get in contact with us is just leave reviews on iTunes. I think that's probably the best way. Tweet um, at us. Um, yes. My Twitter yeah. is FloydR underscore 17. There, you got one way to get in contact with mm-hmm. us. Mine's just at Brendan Masser. There you go. That's you can get in contact with us now. Boom. Mine's, I think... You know <laughs> Twitter? Yeah. Oh, that's um, right. You'd like do nothing on it. Exactly. Uh, mine is at Logan underscore Emmert, and uh, I never post. But if you tweet at me, I will get the notification. So you know. So there we something. go. Now you can contact us. Yes, please. Oh, I am following you. We. Oh, how about that? That's nice. Thank you. Wow. Very you nice. and your zero tweets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, I have one. It's from. It's when I retweeted uh, the uh, the announcement of Tim Kaine as Hillary Clinton's running mate. Oh, I retweeted that. We have. Um, we also have. Else. We also have the uh, the Twisted Mug Media Network Twitter, which is at Twisted Mug Media. Great. Which yeah. I think Nolan was supposed to be in charge of. And yeah. So search for that, guys. We would so just, we've rambled we on for about five minutes. Yes, just about. We would Listen love to hear from you. Questions, comments, feedback, 
anything at all. If you just want to say that you love our beautiful voices, then if you do hate that it, too. then just leave it to yourself. Yeah, there's um, a review on iTunes. So uh, yeah, we'll t- we'll talk to you guys soon. And I'm Ryan. I'm Brendan. I'm Logan. Force will be with you always. This is the way. I have spoken. <laughs>